So I was going to comment on the gospel. I mean, there's not enough time to do both the gospel and a celebration of the saint. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to talk about this gospel passage a little bit. But the celebration of the saint is Saint Dominic. Wow, do we need this today? This is the saint who brought us the rosary. Now, it's interesting because we have the rosary through something called pious tradition. As Catholics, we are often accused man-made tradition, man-made tradition. We're not robots. God gives us the ability to make sacred those traditions that man developed. There's nothing in the Bible that says man can't develop a tradition. If I have a tradition of praying three Our Fathers and three Hail Marys every night before I go to bed, where's that in the Bible? Man-made tradition. Well, show me in the Bible where it's against it. Show me in the Bible that I can't have a tradition of praying three Our Fathers, which is in the Bible, and three Hail Marys, which is also in the Bible, before I go to bed every night. That's not just a man-made tradition. That's a Father Chris-made tradition. There's nothing against that in Scripture. There's nothing against it. The traditions that they're talking about, not having man-made traditions that they're referring to in Bible, is putting your own things above the revelation of God, above the word of God. We don't do that. They work hand in hand. Saying three Our Fathers and three Hail Marys works hand in hand because they're in the Bible. So that's the kind that we're talking about, not having a man-made tradition superseding, superseding the word of God. This doesn't. The church has never superseded the word of God, ever. Works hand in hand. So this is pious tradition. How did the pious tradition start? How did it come about? Well, the rosary was given to a saint named St. Dominic in 1214. All right, so 13th century. This is an amazing time. Coming up at that time was uh, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, for example, in the early 1200s. Um, you know, the, the, the whole point, you've heard me say this before, with what they call the Dark Ages, was some of the most enlightened time in the history of the world. Stochasticism, Christian understanding of scholastics and the great saints that we had. Uh, St. Bonaventure rose up at this time. Um, St. Francis rose up at this time. Phenomenal what was going on in the church. Oh, but they call it the Dark Ages. No, it really was the Enlightenment. Later, what happened in the Enlightenment, that was the Dark Ages because we shunned God. But anyway, there is no church document that supports the founding of the Rosary and Mary appearing to St. Dominic. We get that. But it has been a tradition in some form or another, even from before St. Dominic. In the ninth century, there was various forms. You know how it developed? This is fascinating. It developed as a practice by the monks. The monks would pray 150 psalms. Why 150 psalms? That's how many are in the Bible. All right? And then that got to be a little bit tough sometimes if they had work and prayer. 
So the monks in their tradition started praying 150 Our Fathers. This became a tradition. Then there was the parallel practice that some that were dedicated to the Blessed Virgin started praying the 150 Hail Marys. You see where I'm getting, where, where I'm going. So you have 150 Hail Marys. Now, it wasn't just about praying the Hail Marys. Soon, a mystery of Jesus' life in the Bible was attached to the Hail Marys. So they decided to group them in groups of 10, and in those groups of 10 would represent a different mystery. They're all in the Bible. The visitation, the annunciation, the scourging at the pillar, the crowning with thorns, the carrying of the cross, the resurrection, the ascension. Even argumentative ones like the assumption go to Revelation 12. So these are, this is how it developed. Then in the 16th century, the rosary developed into its current form. 15 mysteries. Now here's what's interesting. What 15 mysteries are those? All right. Five for the joyful. This is interesting. Five for the joyful. We have five for the sorrowful. And we have five for the glorious. Now, in 2002, John Paul added five more called the mysteries of light. Luminous. Now, a lot of people got angry. You don't change, no? Because this is a pious tradition. It's not apostolic in the sense it came from the apostles. We can change it. We don't change sacred apostolic tradition, but we can change pious tradition. Again, pious tradition is me praying three of the fathers and three Elmeres before I go to bed. I can change that to two Hara fathers and two Elmeres when I wake up in the morning. <gasps> I just changed pious tradition. So now it made sense when he did this. Why? Okay. What are the joyful mysteries about? The birth of Jesus. What are the sorrowful mysteries about? The death of Jesus. What are the glorious mysteries about? The resurrection and glorification after the resurrection of Jesus. What's missing? We have the light, or sorry, the birth of Jesus, the death of Jesus and his glory in heaven, Jesus. What's missing? The life of Jesus. It makes perfect sense. So John Paul put in the mysteries of light, the luminous mysteries, so that we could also meditate on the life of Jesus. It makes perfect sense. I don't know why there's such a roar, uproar about that. Now, in each rosary, what do we pray? We pray, Our Fathers, Hail Marys, and Glory Bees. I heard this Catholic comedian, it was kind of funny. He says, you know, the rosary is really, reminds me of being a little kid. Mom, 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 dad, mom, 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 dad. So we have these Our Fathers sprinkled in amongst 10 Hail Marys. And what do they mean? They mean the Our Fathers remind us 
that Jesus' Father is the creator and initiator of salvation. This is God the Father. The Hail Marys make us aware that Mary was and is intimately joined with her son, and we join with her. And the glory bees remind us the purpose of all life is to glorify the Trinity. So everybody's covered there. God the Father and the Our Father, Mary and the Hail Mary, and the whole Trinity and the glory be. Guess what, everybody? It's scriptural. It's scriptural. You know, don't make this mistake. Non-Catholics will approach you and you will have no answer that the rosary is vain, repetitious prayer. It's a bunch of Hail Marys. No, you've heard me say this before. We meditate on the mysteries. They're the life of Jesus. Either the birth of Jesus, the life of Jesus, the death of Jesus, or the resurrection of Jesus. That's the whole purpose. You know, the whole Hail Mary is in the Bible. It is. Luke chapter 1. Anybody says a rosary is pagan, just say, well, gee, why would God put that pagan prayer in the Bible then? Where is that in the Bible? Luke chapter 1, verse 26 or 56. It's the words, words of Gabriel the angel and Elizabeth, St. Elizabeth. The whole Hail Mary is there. So, you know, it comes to us how powerful. Um, I got so much here I want to say I probably will wait um, to our, the Feast of Our Lady, the Rosary. Um, but you know, Pope Leo XIII, my favorite pope, talked and wrote more encyclicals about the rosary than all the other popes combined. That's amazing. And listen to what he said. This devotion, so great and so confident, to the august queen of heaven, has never shone forth with such brilliancy as when the militant church of God has seemed to be endangered by the violence of heresy. Wow. Hmm. Or by an intolerable moral corruption. Wow. Hmm. Or by the attacks of powerful enemies. Wow. Hmm. Are we seeing this today or what? We need the rosary more than ever. Yes, the rosary saved the world at the bottles of Lepanto and Vienna. And you've heard me talk, and I will talk a little bit about those at other times. They saved Western civilization. Why? Because they prayed the rosary. And we need it now more than ever. Uh, today at 4 o'clock Eastern time, um, you can look up um, Mother of Mercy Messengers. I'll be doing a live stream. Um, Joan and Dave Maroney are having me on, and I'll be talking a little bit about the history of the rosary, uh, the meaning and what happened and how it came to be. Um, I think it's powerful, and it's one of the great devotions of the Catholic Church. Remember our four big devotions, right? First Fridays from the Sacred Heart of Jesus, First Saturdays, which is the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Divine Mercy, and the Precious Blood. Now, which one of those does the mysteries fall into? 
all of them. First of all, the sacred heart of Jesus from which all love and mercy comes. Look at the mysteries of the rosary. It's about God big time giving his heart to us. What about the Immaculate Heart of Mary? That's really where the main devotion of the rosary goes to. The main devotion of the rosary is the Immaculate Heart of Mary. That's what the first Saturdays are all about, praying the rosary, meditating on 15 minutes of the mysteries. Then we have divine mercy. That fits so hand in hand. The chaplet and the rosary are like the two parts of the mass. The liturgy of the word is like the rosary because you meditate on scripture. The liturgy of the Eucharist is like the chaplet of divine mercy. You offer sacrifice. And finally, you have the precious blood. How does that relate to the rosary? The whole sorrowful mysteries. Christ was shedding his blood. In the agony in the garden, blood poured like sweat. The sweat, the beads of sweat poured. The precious blood came in the sweat, the beads of sweat. How do we know the scourging of the pillar? Precious blood was shed everywhere for our sins of the flesh. How do we know the precious blood from the crowning of thorns? Because our Lord was pierced with the thorns, blood poured down his face, the precious blood. Jesus carried his cross. He told St. Bernard of Clairvaux, the worst wound he had of all is not even recorded by us, it's on his shoulder. And it dug down to his bone, flesh and blood everywhere. And then finally the crucifixion and death of our Lord, where he was nailed to the cross, the precious blood. So praise be to God that the one drop of that precious blood can redeem the whole world. How beautiful. You think that that's pagan? You think that's pagan? And what about the repetition? The repetition is to avoid what the pagans believe was the way you were to pray. They would pray to pagan gods, and they only believed that those who prayed the most got their prayers answered. Now, when have you seen a church group sit down and say, you know what? On my rosary, I prayed 150 Hail Marys. Well, I did two, so I, or 50 Hail Marys. On my, I did two, so I did 100 Hail Marys. Well, I did three rosary. I did 150 Hail Marys, so only my prayers are answered. That's what the Lord is condemning in vain, repetitious prayer. He's not banning repetitious prayer. Otherwise, the angels couldn't have said, holy, holy, holy. The angels, when Christ was born, announced to the world, holy, holy, holy. Did Jesus look up from the crib and say, ah, wrong. You just repeated that prayer. Come on. We got to use a little common sense. And as Catholics, please know your faith. Because sadly, hundreds of thousands, now millions of Catholics have left their faith because of misinformed arguments like that. Let us know our faith so we can love our faith. Amen? Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. 
Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.